Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Real-time crime. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Real Time Crime. I'm one of your hosts, Leah Lamar, and today I have with me my wonderful co-host. Excuse me while I take a sip of water, have some <laughs> nuts. I'm not looking at the zoom otherwise i would have just kept talking but wow it's a good 20 seconds before that happened and that was sometimes dimitri hello social sleuths welcome back we're happy to be here today we're going to be discussing the drakeo the ruler murder alligate why did i do that i'm we're you know teddy i gotta be honest you really set the bar high today (laughs) (laughs) i like to really come in hot Yeah, we'll also be discussing allegations against Chris Noth and then a truck driver receiving 110 years in prison because 100 wasn't enough. So beyond. It's it's unbelievable. All right. Well, let's dig in. I think we should start with Chris Noth. We're about to talk about something that is potentially very triggering for a large group of people. So if the R word is triggering to you. I would skip ahead probably 20 minutes and anything having to do with sexual assault or abuse. So this is a pending crime. No criminal activity has been uh, stated yet per se. That is correct. Nothing, nothing has, there's no, um, I don't know. What am I saying? I don't know, but I do know (laughs) that he used to live in my building, my old (gasps) apartment building. Yeah. And it was like in the height of him, you know, being on sex in the city. And when like I would have screening parties and we would all drink and call down to the front desk and ask to be connected to his apartment. Oh my God. And he, um, he never, he's never into it. <laughs> he, really? he didn't, he didn't want to come and pick up some babes. Never. That's so odd. We'd be like, Hey, it's Teddy from Blah O2. How's <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
That's my experience. So did you ever witness him bringing lots of different women into his apartment? I actually never saw him with another human my entire time living there. Like he was always by himself. This is, you know, obviously way pre-pandemic, but we'd see him at the pool. We'd see him wherever. And he was always by himself. However, now what are they up to? Three slash four women. It's three slash four. And for everyone who's unaware, Chris Nuff, he's a actor known for his roles in NYPD Detective Mike Logan on Law and Order for five years. He was big on Sex and the City. I think that's his most notable role for six years. And Peter Florick on The Good Wife for seven years. So as of 2021, Noth stars in the revival of The Equalizer, which was on CBS. And he appears in Just Like That, which is the revival of Sex and the City on HBO. And obviously, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm sure a lot of you already know what has happened in that show thus far with him. And we do know that the ladies of Sex and the City have come forward to stand with anyone who may have been assaulted. We don't know whether or not the assaults are true yet. Uh, I tend to believe women. And so before I put my two cents on it, does anyone have anything else they want to say? No, I mean, I think that even though these alleged crimes happened so long ago, people were swift to act on this afterwards. I mean, Peloton did an ad that was maybe up, what was it, a day Mm -hmm. with him and Ryan Reynolds that they pulled immediately. Um, And I know... All the allegations came out pretty much right after the premiere of And Just Like That on HBO. Correct. So two women came forward and then a third woman just came forward. Go on, Teddy. Sorry. No, you go ahead. I was going to say one of the alleged victims who a lot of them are using monikers at the moment. um, Her name is Zoe. She did a Hollywood Reporter profile and it said that um, the actor allegedly raped her from behind. In 2004, after they met at a high-profile L.A. event. And then a second woman, also a moniker named Lily, accused him of misconduct as well. She said that they met in a New York City nightclub in 2015. And then she said that the actor invited her back to his apartment after a night of drinking. And allegedly also um, had sexual conduct that was non-consensual. And then... One day later, a third alleged victim came forward telling the Daily Beast that she was sexually assaulted by him while working as a hostess and lounge singer at New York's De Marino restaurant in 2010 when she was just 18. So Noth has been denying all the claims, saying that everything against him is completely false and that the stories are all untrue. And he is restating that no always means no. I think he said that all the 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 uh, all those things were consensual except one he's i think he even said he doesn't know who that person is yeah is he correct? said he's he's never even heard of his third accuser and do we believe that well w- there are people that definitely do i mean he's already been dropped by a3 arts agency his 12 million dollar deal to buy his tequila brand was also canceled um which is fine because I don't need a Chris Noth tequila. I mean, please, enough is enough. I mean, I, that would put, that would be like Cosby coming out with a sleeping pill. Like we're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
now that you do say that, um, Cosby, there is a tie-in because Chris Noth used to be tied to Beverly Johnson. And since all of these allegations came out, then all of these National Enquirer and old reports came forward from Beverly Johnson, who also was one of the first people to come out against Cosby. And then there was even another person, I don't want to involve just another person that I don't know, but there was another person involved that she also accused of trying to kill her, like she said, with Chris Noth, which this is a lot. It was interesting because apparently the first two women both tried to um, bring the story to light at separate times before this. Yeah. And both of them also said... Well, they were like, we don't know how or where to connect with other survivors. And it's interesting because it's usually what we've seen in the Me Too movement is that it's usually never just one person is sexually assaulted by someone. It's usually that they have assaulted many people. And and then and then how do you connect with each other unless a story breaks? And And how do you you get all know exactly? Like, how do you get the attention? I mean, because I was I was on a group text with like my girlfriends. We just because we all watch Sex in the City together, you know, and we're like, we want, you, you know, as your childhood, like what as a fan, you want to believe that big is innocent. But then you also want to believe women. Like one of the questions that I had for them is like, I, I, I'm confused why somebody would go to the Hollywood Reporter to share this. And somebody's like, Teddy, duh. It's because they've already tried other avenues and it hasn't gone anywhere for them to get the attention. I thought it was interesting that both women said that they were raped from behind by him and that they didn't speak with each other about it. And that two different people went to the Hollywood reporter without knowing about the other, about the other. Yeah. My philosophy is to, in this sense, like you said, is to always believe the women and um, you know, and that's, that's just the way you, I think you have to start. And if by chance it, it, something comes down the, the pike that shows that that was false or they were innocent, then an apology is due. But I don't think you can come out and just defend a guy because he was on a show or whatever it is. And that's why I thought, did you, you guys, you mentioned it, but I thought the three uh, girls from Sex and the City releasing a joint statement mm-hmm. was, was kind of a big deal because I'm sure people wanted to know what they thought. And they seem to have taken that, that same thing. Do you guys have it? You want to read it? Or yeah. I have it here if you want. But Go ahead, Dimitri. Yeah, Dimitri so it's Cynthia Nixon. Like your baby. Cynthia Nixon, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kristen Davis said, we are deeply saddened to hear the allegations against Chris Noth. We support the women who have come forward and shared their painful experiences. We know it must be a very difficult thing to do, and we commend them for it. So it seems they're taking that path as well. It's interesting because I was reading about the second woman who came forward, and she said that she said no repeatedly. It was very painful and there was blood on her shirt there was blood on her shirt and she said you have a wife and a daughter and that chris allegedly said monogamy isn't real uh i mean and and i I mean a a rumor has i mean who knows but that his wife has moved out so if that's the case or they've split up or whatever it may be but if that is the case she is also it's interesting because I can't imagine sticking by someone who's being accused of sexual assault. 
Yeah. Uh, but I also know relationships are complicated. I don't know. I mean, this has just been happening in Hollywood over the last four years. And it's very interesting to see the relationship dynamics that come after someone has been accused of sexual assault. I don't know. I mean, I think even when Beverly Johnson, when the, when the cops were called and he was brought in and she decided not to press charges, what what was written up was that she didn't press charges because she saw the good side in him, which I think is, you know, can be common in what happens when you're being abused or raped or in some sort of domestic violence situation. And it's just scary. And it also, it makes me think about some of the situ the decisions that I made when I was younger yeah, that weren't the smartest decisions and that could have end, ended much worse. I mean, I, there was a time like, I mean, not to make this ever about me, but like that was, you know, 20 years old, went to a nightclub, met an actor, was in awe by the whole situation. He was with another actor. They were both, you know, names that we were aware of and they were like you want to come to an after party at our house and get there and the after party is just me and my friend and they never forced us to do anything but they made it very clear why we were there and you have all these things like the next day waking up and being like I really put myself in a dangerous situation why because I thought this guy was cool or he was famous or what, you know, like. Yeah. And luckily they, they weren't the type that, that forced anything, but that same situation happens to people and and it doesn't end like that. I do think that, you know, when it comes to abuse, if you're in a cycle of abuse, you tend to try to make yourself feel better about it. It's like, Oh, well it could be worse. He could have, xyz at least i don't have any bruises on my body you know at least he didn't hit me at least he didn't and it's like that becomes a very slippery slope but yeah i think i i think i always tend to believe women of course in a lot of me too cases i think there were some where the line isn't as clear and these seem like very clear allegations but again it's not a crime yet. There has been no um, there's charges at no court date. There's no charges. So right now, all we have are allegations. And I guess we'll see how it all plays out. And, you know, we're thinking about all of the people that have been affected in this from the women that potentially or allegedly were affected to also his kid, his child, his wife. <sighs> You know, it's interesting because a lot of the women also discussed how they were enamored because it was the height of sex in the city. And it's, oh, my God, it's Mr. Big, you know, yeah. and he used to leave voicemails on one of the women's uh, phones and even her boss would listen to them. And I could see that being very intoxicating. And and I don't mean this in a negative way, but, you know, I think some people do get really starstruck. And yeah, no one's to blame for that. You know, it's it just happens. Um, I just think that, you know, when you're a man in a position of power, when you take advantage of women knowingly because of that, that's this is what ultimately is allegedly going to a predator, yeah. which is 
which is obviously it's not, this is not good that any of this happened, but if there's something good to come from it, it's that we, like we said, we don't know that this is, this is supposedly like it's a crime yet, right? It's still evolving. But the fact of the matter is it's still stuff that people can learn from and they can say, people can hear this story and think, oh, okay, well, I shouldn't just trust someone because they're on my TV. Yeah. I shouldn't just go to somebody's apartment because I recognize them from a show or because I'm enamored by the fact that they're famous. Also, it doesn't make them good people. Can we tack on executive producers (laughs) and (laughs) agents and managers and studio network (laughs) and basically, I mean, music industry and any CEOs (laughs) and presidents. I just wanted to add a couple other names to the list. Oh, well, this is not this is nice and depressing to start. Well, I also do want to say for any ladies who might have the question of, well, how am I supposed to safely meet up with people? How do I weed people out? Something that I've learned through trial and error is uh, I always make it clear that it's not a date ahead of time. So if anything gets uncomfortable, um, it was already clear in text that I'm just there for business and I leave when I get uncomfortable. And then the other thing is I usually ask ahead of time when someone asks to meet me, what's the agenda? I want to know why they want to meet up with me. And I learned that from Barbara Corcoran, who is incredible. Um, If you guys ever watch Shark Tank, Barbara's Mm -hmm. so sharp and she really is a shark. She's incredible. And she's always ask, what's the agenda? Because my time is too valuable and too precious to just meet up with a random guy because he has a crush on me. And he was too insecure to actually ask me on a date because he thought I would say no. So ladies, never get yourself in the situation where you've got a bait and switch, where you think you're going to talk about business, but it turns out to be a date. (laughs) Never fun. Never fun. So always ask what's on the agenda. Very good advice. Uh, And should we we take a break and come back with the other stuff? Yeah, let's take a little break. Love a break for us. BRB. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. She's the shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way. Knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back (laughs) for more real-time crime. Hello, crime heads. We still never really figured out a name for everyone. Did we think social sleuths was fun? I like sexy sleuths. I don't know after what topic we just discussed that sexy sleuths is the appropriate name. For I'm going to I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to backtrack. Um, let's go. Yeah. Crime heads. I don't know. OK, moving on. So I think it's time to discuss our truck driver who killed four people and was sentenced to 110 years in prison. Teddy, you want to take this one? OK. First, pronounce the name for me so I don't mess it up. Is it? Rogel Aguilera Medeiros is the driver who crashed an out of control semi truck into stop traffic in 2019. He was 23. He was 23 years old at the time, passed one of Colorado's runway truck ramp after losing the brakes on his commercial vehicle as he descended onto this. I-70. He killed four people and injured several others. The crash damaged or destroyed 28 vehicles. Mm. He was convicted of 27 counts, including Mm. vehicular homicide. A judge in Jefferson County sentenced him to 110 years in prison. Four counts of vehicular homicide, six counts of assault in the first degree, extreme indifference, 10 counts of attempt to commit assault in the first degree, two counts of vehicle, two counts of vehicular assault, reckless, one count of reckless driving, four counts of careless driving, causing death. Since this happened, since he was sentenced to the 110 years, More than 4 million people have signed a petition on change.org asking the governor, Jared Polis, to grant clemency or commute truck driver Rogel's prison sentence. So, and OJ walks free. Here's the thing. (laughs) Obviously, there were mistakes made. However, he wasn't texting. He wasn't drinking. He wasn't on drugs. This is all confirmed. 110, 110 years for a 23-year-old man who has a child who was not doing anything to, like, alter his driving ability is obscene to me. I think also the fact that both sides agree that his brakes went out. It's like this person is not at fault. He did make some mistakes, which is which is why they gave him 110 years. And apparently in Colorado, you can't do concurrent sentences. They have to be consecutive, which is why it's 110 years. 
And I guess the question is, how long is one person's life worth? And so they did four life sentences back to back to back to back, essentially. But so he missed he missed one of the runaway truck ramps. And that would have been a way to help him prevent hitting anyone else. But in his testimony, he was saying, it's like, if you're in a panic and you've never been in this situation before, you're probably in tunnel vision. Yeah, it's not like he was malicious. No, he was busy swerving in and out of cars trying not to hit anyone. And then he said that he saw another truck in the shoulder, which is, that's where he wanted to stay. He said he was just going to try to stay in the shoulder. And that there was a truck up ahead. So he thought maybe if he smashed into it, it would slow down his vehicle. But then I guess that is another point of contention because they realized if he smashed into that larger truck, he probably would have died and killed himself. And so because he was not willing to commit suicide, that's why they're saying that he had malicious intent because he was willing to... put other people in danger before himself but i don't know that he knew how it was gonna end like i mean i agree i don't want to kill myself either but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden i want to hurt other people or kill other people no and they're saying that there are a couple maneuvers you can do if your truck uh loses brakes or there's an incident you can try to lay the truck down on its side which apparently is a very difficult move to do i think that would mean making like a very sharp turn and then just having it fall over. Um, You could also run it into the guardrail. I mean, these are all (laughs) options, right? And, and let's be honest, these don't really seem like tactics. You learn how to do by actually practicing them. You probably just read them in a textbook. So if you've never done it before, and your brain goes blank. This is a lot. Of, this is exactly why when a lot of people hydroplane, they get into accidents because they've never experienced hydroplaning. They've just read about it. For those people who don't know what hydroplaning is, it's when there's water on the road and your car skids and you lose complete um, a steering ability. So everyone in Los Angeles, when it drizzles. Right. Thank you. Which is yeah. which is which is funny that for when you get a driver's license, right? They take you on some back road where there's parked cars and they have you parallel park. It's not where the accidents happen. The accidents happen when you drive. So maybe people should be a little more versed in the situations that they may have to handle. Yeah, they need to take people on Sunset Boulevard. Like yeah, right. I mean, also the fact that there's now a hashtag no trucks to Colorado. Mm-hmm. like all everybody refusing to drive in Colorado to stand by him shows how over the top this sentence is for what happened. Apparently there are a ton of truck drivers blocking off the roads to Colorado. They've all just complete They're They're, they're basically not rioting, protesting. And the little, the little girl, one of the little girls, one of the people who, was killed unfortunately she said i won't have my dad but hopefully the person who killed my father will have his son and even then the judge said he it was completely out of his hands and he was mandatory to give the sentence but now there's a petition that has over four million people on change.org and apparently change.org said it was their largest petition this year 
And it's asking Colorado Governor Jared Polis to grant clemency for Rohel and his prison sentence. I think that, you know, this this has been going on for a while because the petition was created three years ago. But the trial just came to a head. Apparently, he didn't accept a plea deal. There was a plea bargain on the table and he didn't take it. And then the worst thing imaginable happened. He got 110 years. And you can see in his testimony, he's sobbing. He's like, I yeah. wish it was me. I wish every day it was me. I can't believe why, why did they die and I lived? You know, he has survivor's guilt. It's clear that it was an accident and he panicked and made some poor choices. That could happen to anyone. Well, you said it yourself. He's 23 years old and he made mistakes. He wasn't on drugs. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't being reckless. It's like 110 years for, for somebody, that, a young kid that made a mistake. Like, And not even like I, other people say, like, I made mistakes. I went drinking and driving. That's not even this. No. And to that judge, I say, if if this these last few years have taught us anything, you, don't give me the, it's, I, I'm, unfortunately, my hands are tied. I'm, it's mandatory that I do this. Nobody does anything that they have to do anymore. And I don't mean no. that like in a shitty way, but there are ways around stuff. Your job is to, is to make the, the, decision based on all factors yeah it's, it's so and i mean kyle rittenhouse killed three people intentionally almost mm. allegedly not intentionally <laughs> and is completely free and this person giving motivational speeches mm. and and okay so apparently though there is a little bit of hope the tiniest bit a glimmer because apparently in colorado Judges are allowed to revisit sentences after 119 days in jail. And that's a mandatory minimum sentencing law. So I'm interested to see if the public really pulls together and protests this and maybe they will diminish his sentence. I'm so curious to know. So sentenced on December 13th. So 119 days post. That's not that far out. No, it's a third of a year. Yeah, which in these days goes by very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. I mean, he's not missing much out here. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I love the way you always, no matter how tense we are with the topic, you always have a way of just. Just bringing yeah. it back, making <laughs> it light, back. trying to give us a joke. And speaking of jokes. No, <laughs> you know I, me. I don't know how to make the transition. To drink you the ruler. Normally, why don't we take a break then? Because all I right. feel like all these things could use a little breather in between, at all least right. for us. All it's right. just like sex. You I need know. breaks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I have sex you. like a 90-year-old man, you know? <laughs> I'm one minute on, one minute off. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. (laughs) We're back to real time crime. And we've got our final segment for you today. Dimitri has been talking a lot today, even though we didn't really give him permission. You said sometimes this happened using all my sometimes in one. Wow. I know you're very I'm fired up about these things. These are emotional topics. I know (laughs) we can't. It's (sighs) you take this one, Leah. All right, Teddy, I'm ready. So many of you have probably heard about this already from Snoop Dogg's Instagram, but we are going to be discussing Drakeo the Ruler. So Daryl Wayne Caldwell, professionally known as Drakeo the Ruler, he was a 28-year-old American rapper and songwriter. He was known for his unique flow, which people said was like oddly expressive, and he's very poetic word choices. And he was... Um, facing a lot of legal issues in the past. So in 2017, he was arrested by LAPD. They raided his condo, a place where he regularly shot music videos. And he was held in jail when he was charged with unlawful possession of a firearm by felony. Then he was released shortly after. And in 2018, he was arrested again. This time he was charged with first degree murder attempted murder and conspiracy to commit murder. The charges stemmed from 2016 shooting in Carson, California, where one person was killed and two were injured. He was facing life in prison. And then 
in July 2019, he was acquitted of his murder and attempted murder charges. However, the district attorney decided to refile charges of criminal gang conspiracy and shooting from a motor vehicle in August. Two counts that resulted in a hung jury during his initial trial. He was released from jail in November 2020 after the district attorney office offered him a plea deal following three years incarceration. So it's a little backstory. Um, I just want to let you guys know that if you have watched my Instagram stories and you know how mentally ill I am, <laughs> I got real caught up on the words hung jury last night. I, um, I my <laughs> face when you did it, I was like, oh, my she was still excited. She's like hung. Tell me you haven't had sex without telling me you haven't had sex. Um, <laughs> I am so okay. I'm fine. Okay. So, so let's get to what occurred. He was stabbed backstage at around 8.30 p.m. on December 18th during the Once Upon a Time in L.A. concert. And Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent were set to headline, never performed. They basically left immediately after they heard about the incident, which was at the Bank of California Stadium. There were some eyewitness reports saying that he was stabbed in the neck. Others saying he was stabbed in the head. It is still unclear where he was stabbed paramedics came at around 8:40 and transported him to the hospital in critical condition where he was later pronounced dead of his wounds at the hospital there has been no arrest made no one is in custody yet snoop dog made an announcement on instagram and saying that you know he was deeply sorry that um about what occurred and to all the families and you know obviously the show had to be canceled. The show could not go on after that. Okay. How has there not been any arrests or anything? I don't understand. Like I've been not, I've been, I was about to be like, but I've been backstage a million times. There are so many people bustling around back there. This is not something that it's like. And cameras. I mean, I don't know that there's always cameras. I don't know. Never mind. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, but even no, no matter where you go, if you're walking around backstage, normally everybody performing has a handler with them of some sort. Mm-hmm. Then there's publicity, then there's security. Then they're like, so how is this happening? My other question is if a few different people have different accounts of how it went down, they saw him get stabbed in the head. They saw him get stabbed in the throat. That means that they saw the person or people who, were part of this altercation. So why is no one talking? Or, Leah's theory, I think that he, because of his prior trouble with the law, there may have been a larger play for the police, and maybe they are looping this into a larger crime. That, or, I mean, maybe he started it. Oof. He still did get murdered. He did. We just don't know any information. And our job as social crime sleuths are to give all of the things. Maybe nobody's been arrested because somebody was questioned because it was in self-defense. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, what if it was self-defense? I mean, that's a pretty good Kyle Rittenhouse argument if I ever heard one. I'm just saying, I don't know. Obviously, I, there's not there's not very much information on this case. There's not very much information. We don't know who was present. 
We don't know. We don't have any footage. We don't have any photos. All we know is that Snoop Dogg made an announcement and that Drakeo is no longer with us. That's basically the extent to which we know. We also know that this is different than Astroworld because once somebody found out that there was a death, they canceled the rest of the uh, concert. I mean, this is something also that makes me a little bit confused when we go back to some of the earlier cases that we talk about, like all the cases that we've talked about, why are some things that you're involved in mean that you're done working, you're canceled from everything. And then some things you can have a huge list of things you've almost gotten life sentence for, and then still be showing up and booking a big job like that. It's a good question. I don't have an answer to that. And we see this a lot, though. You know, I mean, uh, it's interesting because I was going to say if those crimes had been committed, you know, seven years ago, people change and all the cells in your bodies change every seven years. So (laughs) but these were pretty recent crimes. 2017, 2018, 2019. Yeah, I've got no excuse. And then we were inside for two years. So what's to say the crimes wouldn't still have continued? He committed those crimes during During, COVID. Yeah. I mean, I get it. There was a lot going on. But I don't know. All of these conversations is starting to make me worried about going to concerts. Interesting. Or, you know what? You're right. You want to believe that, like, I, because everything I go to, my kids. Like let when they're 15 years old, the like or 16 years old, the likelihood that they're going to want to go with their mom to a concert is probably not high. So you want to assume that you are sending them to a safe place. That's very secure. So what precautions are being taken at these events? I I, I wouldn't say a concert festival. You know, these bigger festivals where more people are going to attend because there's more headliners. What are the security precautions? I can I can say from personal experience from going to I don't even know. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but from going to Jingle Ball, there are people on every single door. There is. I mean, there's someone checking before you go in the bathroom. Like there is no place that you can go and there's nothing that you can do undetected. Yeah. Same thing with the iHeart Festival is I felt I've never felt safer. So what ball is being dropped in these situations that it's so easy for these crimes to occur? I mean, maybe people just need to go to concerts in the metaverse where it's safe. And what I'll never understand. (laughs) Remember how I texted you the other day asking you about NFTs and then I got I got sidetracked and realized I'll never be able to understand. So I have to continue on not knowing. Yeah, and then I was and then I was awarded Entertainer of the Year by Time Magazine and an NFT. <laughs> I would have congratulated you, but I have no idea what it means. But congratulations! <laughs> now that we're face to face, that is Thank huge. You. It I, was honestly pretty cool. I did cry, but I cry over everything. If you guys can imagine that, and we haven't seen you cry yet. Goals for next week? Really? I think I cried when I said Joan Rivers' name too many times. But you might have cried um, when you said Babs. Yeah, also Babs. Uh, same effect. Oh, don't no, I can't. Okay. Um <laughs> But but I also think, you know, having very conservative parents growing up, I had the fear of God instilled in me and 
um, never did anything. So I suggest living in a bubble and living in fear your whole life and you'll nothing bad will ever happen to you because nothing will ever happen. Well, I broke my teeth out at a concert, actually. I was um, I was either in the eighth or the ninth grade and I was at a widespread panic concert. Wow. Go on. Yeah. And. I don't know. I mean, I was probably like drinking Boone's Farm, let's be honest. Um, and I put somebody on my back as if I was a horse and was cantering and trying to jump the railroad track outside of the widespread panic show and tripped and broke my teeth out. And when I got back <laughs> to the house, oh my God. mom was like, well, you're just going to have to wait it out because like what? I remember like having to put candle wax on these two, like these three broken teeth right here. Like, (laughs) I mean, who would have thought drinking Boone's farm and taking someone on your back and pretending to be a horse could end badly. Wait, I'm stuck on the candle wax on your teeth part. Who are you, George Washington? (laughs) Well, no, because my roots were all exposed and it was hurting every time I breathed. So I came home and I was like, did they not have dentists when you were in eighth or ninth? It was in the middle of the night. I just got home. What am I going to do? Go to the ER? You made it sound like, well, if it hurts, you made it sound like you like this is what you had to do until they grew in. My, my, you not think they grow in your teeth? <laughs> what am I, a horse? They just I keep thought, well, apparently you thought so. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so don't, you know, maybe don't drink Boone's Farm and pretend you're an animal and try to jump railroad tracks. Also, wow. hot tips by Teddy. We can do another day. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, my only one, my one thing I did was. I lied to my mom, said I was sleeping at my friend's house, and we went to New Jersey to see Avril Lavigne in concert. And I wore I black eyeshadow <laughs> and a wife beater with a black tie. And we were like, oh, we're going to be so cool. We're going to look like Avril, we're going to be so punk. And I just want to let you know, nothing about me was punk at this stage of my life. I was wearing like pink, juicy sweatpants. And we show I up. Was a and skater boy. Yeah. Sorry. We think everyone's going to look like that. And everyone was just dressed like cute little girls from Jersey and like jeans and cute tops. And I you hated trying myself. to be Avril. Yeah. It was your shot. She could have brought you on stage as a double. Things. You never know. Things were happening. Yeah. So anyway, um, listen to your parents. <laughs> listen to your parents. Don't do any of the things that Leah and I do. I don't really. I mean, who knows what Dimitri does? He's he's a wild one. No, that's a good kid. I feel like Dimitri was born this age. He's never <laughs> yeah. aged oh, yeah. well, a day ever been a child. Oh, yeah. Can no. you submit a photo of what you looked like as a child? I need to know. Because I think Dimitri... all I can see is his face. His I think... hair. His <laughs> well, face. I had the same face. All right. Well, yes, I had no beard. I had hair on top. The hair just slid down over the years. So, Dimitri, I'll, I still I'll... think you're AI. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> like, I'm not convinced you're a person. My intelligence is easily artificial yes you're correct (laughs) compared to us he's a genius okay so anyways you guys can we take one more break let's take one more break we have just a little bit of something to fit it's a little business to take care of oh yes yes we can all right right we'll just take one last break
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back to tell you about something incredible. You guys, I don't know if you've heard of Ghost Town, but the Ghost Town pod is amazing. Ghost Town is a comedic, strange history podcast that covers true crime, paranormal mysteries, Satanism, underground cultural phenomena, and everything in between. Co-host Rebecca is a true crime, paranormal TV producer. Inside look cases and events not often covered on podcasts. Co-host Jason is an author and expert in underground culture. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Ghost Town episodes release twice a week, Wednesday and Friday. So go check them out. Check out Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, remember to send people this episode. Tell your friends about us. I'd like to actually try something. 
I'm scared. I would like for everyone to go to my most recent Instagram reel. It's a reel with me, Teddy, and Dimitri. And I would like for you to just write sleuth on it. I want to see who's listening and paying attention. Well, obviously not me. I'm not, I'm, I didn't even know there was one. I posted it like an hour ago. Oh, phew. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I'm the worst. The cover, just so people are clear, the cover of the reel is uh, me on Business Insider. So it's not Teddy and Dimitri, but it, oh, it'll... So... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to plug us all, but really I'm just plugging myself. That is what another crime. Give the world. True crime. <laughs> Anyways, don't worry about Dimitri and I. Follow Leah, like her <laughs> post, comment how great she is, and we'll just go kick rocks outside. No, guys, I just want to also remind you, you got to call us. Call in live, okay? Leave us a voicemail. 866-21-CRIME. That's 866-21-CRIME. 866-21-CRIME. 866-212-7463. If you see something, say something to us. No. <laughs> Look, everyone have a great Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to all my Jews out there. I know it's already over, but just I was like, hold on, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure this those days are gone. <laughs> happy New Year. Oh my god, happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year. But 2022. I feel like it's gonna be 2020 again. I know. But not thrilled. <laughs> Well, I'll see you guys. What is it that people say on the flip side? Are you dying? <laughs> guys, guys, stay safe, okay? Stay safe over the holidays. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. It's real time crime. It's real time crime. It's real time I mean, is it actually real time crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say. Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real-time crime, only on iHeartRadio. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.